0: Welcome to Thriving Through Menopause, where we talk about this time of life, mind, body, and spirit. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen. Each week, I'm joined by top professionals dropping their tips and advice. Remember, episodes drop every Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. And if you like this podcast, please rate and review it. Thank you, because this helps others to find the show. You can check out our website, Find out which episodes are coming up and get the latest blogger advice by going to my website, ThriveThroughMenopause.com and get ready to thrive, not just survive, through perimenopause and beyond. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of Thriving Through Menopause with me, Clarissa. And we're going to be talking about something quite close to my heart and to a lot of your hearts I'm sure which is decluttering and reorganizing and today's guest is somebody I had the great pleasure of meeting in person back in May gosh that doesn't seem like (laughs) it's gone that long I'm at the APDO which is the Association of Professional Declutters and Organizers and I'm delighted
1: to introduce you to Ingrid Janssen welcome Ingrid Thank you. Hello, uh, everybody. Good morning. It's Ingrid Ingrid from the Declutter Hub. Thank you so much for having me as your guest. I'm delighted to be here.
0: It's my pleasure to have you here. And as you said, you are from the Declutter Hub, which is the business that you and your partner, Leslie, created and really is about helping people to declutter and organize their lives and their mess much better. And also attached to that, for you listeners, is a fabulous podcast which has had pretty close to a million downloads and they're in one of the top one percent podcasts in the world so check that out we will have notes about that so you can just click through and listen but Ingrid let's talk about decluttering and let's maybe begin about why did you and Leslie begin a business called the declutter hub (laughs)
1: there's there's a bit of a backstory to that Clarissa so I've been a professional organizer for 12 years I started in 2010 kind of thinking what shall I do I am a trained hotelier I've always specialized in hotel cleaning I love organizing I love tidying up and I thought what shall I do? Now, the kids are very small. I don't want to work full-time in hotels anymore. And this kind of came on my path. And my friends were like, you need to help other people declutter because you're always so organized. And I went, that is not a thing. And then I Googled it way back when. And it's like, it is a thing. I just didn't know it was a thing. (laughs) I love that. So, yeah. And it, it was just like, it just kind of, and it was like, it was an epiphany for me. And I was like, This is what I need to do. I love sharing my knowledge. I love helping other people, and being organized is such a blessing. So I started my business, Organize Your House in Southeast London, and then indeed joined the Association of Professional Decloppers and Organizers as a member, and then started meeting other professional organizers. And one of the first people I met was Leslie at a conference at the time. And over time, we started to volunteer a little bit more, and then we both got involved with the board of ABDO, and I became the president, and she was um, in my board, head of mentoring, uh, head of website, We, we, we worked together a lot, and after six years of volunteering, we thought, you know what? We've done our bit. You know, somebody else needs to take over the reins. And Leslie is also running her own professional organizing business up in Manchester called The Clutter Fairy. And we really missed working together. So we thought, why don't we just do something together? And that was about four and a half years ago. Once we stopped volunteering, we thought, oh, we we miss talking to each other. We miss seeing each other. Let's do something. And that was kind of a, a, a tiny little idea that has kind of <laughs> catapulted <laughs> into something quite big. And because we both realized that Leslie in Manchester, I'm in London, but we still stay very local. We have both teams working for us, but we still stay very local. And we got people all over the world, all over the country asking us, Ingrid, you're not in my area, but I would love to work with you. Yeah. And that kind of created the idea of, Okay, let's do something. Well, first we said, let's write a course. But then we realized, actually, what people need is not only a course, they need motivation. They need support. They need a safe place to hang out. They need a group of like-minded people. They want to ask us personal questions and not only watch the course and then go, yeah, but I've got tons of questions about my house that I I want to ask somebody. And that's what kind of turned into a, let's do a membership and let's kind of provide this place where people can kind of go and go, I want to do some learning, but I also want to have this this group and this support. So that is kind of how it kind of the idea happens. And from then on it kind of, everything happened from that moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that, you're so right. People don't just want to go, oh, I organize like this because it's more complicated isn't it i mean decluttering isn't just about chucking out stuff it it's yeah. much much more and i think one of the things that you you talk about there is, is that need for support and mentoring and 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 having a community as being yeah. so important
1: yeah I think that's really true. And I think we've realized that even more and more. I mean, the membership has now been up and running for three years. But we also then started to do a Facebook group that is amazing. I mean, not everybody can be in a membership. So we said we also want to do something for for, for everybody. So we set up the, the Facebook group, the Declutter Hub community with Ingrid and Leslie. And it's a fantastic group. And lots of people give support. And we, like you said, we also started the podcast because we realized we love talking and not writing. <laughs> that was like how it all started. <laughs> yeah. Let's just chat. Let's just chat, Leslie. Yeah. And we just started pressing record and recording our conversations. And the podcast just has gone from strength to strength. And we've got now something like 210 episodes and we have we it comes out weekly we've got so many loyal listeners and we love every so thank you for everybody for listening in because we appreciate it so much and that's kind of how it all started and then we said we actually need to tell people if we've got an amazing membership too because we kind of forgot about that <laughs> we need to tell them that we can even you know give more because yes. the Facebook group has gotten so big now that you know we, we can't individually help everybody and that's what we do in the membership Beautiful. and it's really like you get the courses you know we've got a course about everything you know all the rooms in, in your house we've got a course about but it's also the the live Q&A's we do every two weeks where yeah. our members just post questions to us and we've got the forum we've got our own internal message boards which is only available for the members where they can share their feelings and their thoughts and their before and after pictures so you get a much more holistic view of the decluttering because exactly what you said clarissa decluttering is everybody thinks that decluttering is about stuff we need to do something about Mm. the stuff And that's what you see in the newspapers and in the articles and online. It's the stuff. And what Leslie and I very soon realized, it's not about the stuff. It's about understanding your own emotions and habits and why it is so hard. Some people are like, yeah, I've got a cluttered cupboard. I'm going to spend an hour this afternoon. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sort it all out. But a lot of people are like... If I knew how to do that, I would have done it a long time ago. But I don't even know where to start and why I'm finding it so hard to do. Yes. And we explain that a lot. We talk about that a lot. We try and find out what are the emotions that are holding you back from letting go. Yeah. And we focus a lot about what is important enough for you to keep What deserves the space, the time, the energy, the effort to stay in your house instead of what are we going to throw away? Now, some of your listeners might think, Mm. but it's the same thing.
0: Not sure. It is,
1: but it's not.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Because you actively choose what's important enough to stay in your life and what's all the items that no longer serve you, that don't fit your current lifestyle, that are not part of you anymore? Are they actually your memories or somebody else's? Yes. And all of these things. And once you actively start to choose, actually, this is me. And some people say to me, Ingrid, but I don't know who me is yet. And that's okay, you figure it out along the way. Mm-hmm. But what we don't give, and we're very clear about that, and people are sometimes a bit like, wow, you're very direct. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, I'm Dutch, you know, original, so I am quite direct, but what we're not gonna do is, well, you need to throw this out and that out and da, 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 and blah, and then you're gonna have a perfect house. If people show up and go, I want a perfect house, we're like, that's nice, but we're not the right place for you because <laughs> this is not about perfection, It's about being kind to yourself and giving yourself some grace. We all have struggles. We all have hard things we have to deal with, but it's moving forward. Whether you're a tortoise or a hare, it doesn't matter. We want to create a movement of positivity, of kindness, of giving yourself a pat on the back when you've done something instead of berating yourself all the time when you haven't done something.
0: I think I really love that, Ingrid. And I think you're talking about some very big fundamental emotions there about who we want to be, the life we want to live. And you're right. So many of us, and I'm sure my listeners are relating to this, have stuff around their house that we've inherited, that we've dragged around from one house to the next, or as I did, from one country to the next. Yeah. But they're not necessarily serving a purpose, you know. And so yeah. this is this is really, I think, what I've understood by being connected with Abto and learning from you and others, that, that decluttering isn't about tidying mess. Well, it is, but it's so much more, and it can be very cathartic aren't it Ingrid for people yeah
1: uh, very much so and it's interesting because a lot of people whether I work with them in the past or currently or whether in our membership one of the first things we explain is that tidying is something else than decluttering and organizing but the terminology gets muddled a lot because a lot of people say but I've got stuff everywhere and I can't tidy it away and we're like no of of course not because the cupboards that you want to tidy it away into are full of stuff that is no longer serving you in life yeah. but that's the scary thing isn't it mm. people who start to want to uh, do their house go i've got all the stuff out i'm going to put it somewhere oh i actually can't put it anywhere yeah. so what we teach is you need to do a cupboard first and that's quite scary if you have to move stuff to the side and go, I'm going to open the doors. But that's where the stuff is that you don't use or don't use enough or it just doesn't f- f- go with what you're doing at the moment. And when you clear that space, the stuff that's out and that's probably currently in use all the time can be put away somewhere again. Yes. Now, in the beginning, this is a lot of work. We, we don't have a magic wand, unfortunately, you know, because that's the thing what we see, right, on, on the YouTube. People snap their fingers on, on Instagram <laughs> and you see like a, 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 a messy room and boom, snap, tiny room. And it's like, but it takes, it, it does take time. Yes. It takes effort. It takes energy. But you will get that back tenfold in just feeling calmer feeling less overwhelmed feeling like a weight lifted from your shoulders but you have to go through the messy middle first and it was very interesting because we've recently recorded a, a, a new course we, we we kind of it was an old course but we less now wanted to give it a much more detailed. and we created a video called the messy middle and one of our newer <laughs> members recently said That video alone was worth the money of the membership (laughs) because I've never understood how it can be more messy. And then I get panicked and you actually give a whole structure on how to deal with that mess in the middle and not to panic and what the plan is and start to go through it step by step. And Leslie and I are all about you need to break it down.
0: Yeah, so that's really how you start going from yeah. the messy house is to break it down yeah and that into what what would you say a cupboard at a time or as little yeah. as that
1: yes one cupboard one drawer one shelf one magazine box one drawer in your kitchen really start small and don't make the mistake a lot of people make to start with the hardest. Because when we think about stuff and we're like, oh, but I've got all these letters from my mom or this cutlery from yeah. my grandma, or I've got these photographs or I've got so really, really hard stuff. Yes. When you have got clutter in lots of different places, you need to start in easier rooms, in easier areas, because you need to build up your decluttering muscle.
0: Oh, I love that. Because yeah, you're right, Ingrid there, isn't it? That when you do this, I mean there are a lot of emotions connected. Yeah. There are a lot of memories. And and do you yeah. find sometimes people feel guilty when you get to the cupboard where grandma's precious stuff that you really hate is still taking up space?
1: Oh, we see so much guilt. It's 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 the items indeed that have been passed down through generations. It's the the clothing that was bought that was quite expensive and never worn and still has the tags on. It is the very fancy shoes that were only worn on one occasion. And then re- you realize that the heels were too high and they were actually pinching your toes and you can't walk in them. <laughs> but they were uh, such a beautiful brand. And honestly, you can't let them go. It is the presence of other people um, that from from holidays or birthdays or Christmas that you feel guilty because you haven't used it. So it, you just stuff it in a cupboard. All of those things, the guilt is absolutely something that really holds people back. And that is also one of the reasons why you need to start with easier items. For most people, a kitchen is easier.
0: Ah, yes, yes.
1: Like plastic containers, you know, that we got when we got a takeaway (laughs) are not normally very emotionally challenging. We know we can give them away. We can recycle them. You know, you need that's where you need to start you're not going to start with your with your with your dinner service from your mom and dad that they had in their house because you're going to go oh this is too hard i'm going close the cupboard quick yeah you need to you need to take your time
0: yes and I, and I can relate to that that i held on to whole dinner services and shipped them around the world but in the end i was standing there going i never use this i never take it out uh, you can't dishwash this stuff now. So, and who wants to stand there dishwashing things that you know, we don't do that anymore? You know, <laughs> maybe with this energy crisis, we will, but you know. And yeah. then you started of going, it's taking up vast amounts. And then I started of go, okay, I can let it go. And actually, it has some monetary value. And I think that's sometimes also what we can realize, isn't it, Ingrid, that not everything is just rubbish to be binned. Some of it can actually be sold, and you might be able to use that income for something else
1: yeah absolutely and of course we promote space over stuff and what we what we don't want is that people have whole rooms of stuff they're going to ebay at some point in their lives because that's what we see we're Mm -hmm. like what are these bags here and they're like oh that's my ebay pile and we're like okay, how long has it been there? Four years. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, okay, we need to talk about this. Now, we are very realistic people. We know some people have to sell on Facebook Marketplace, have to recoup some of that money. But it's for a lot of people, the money was gone when you bought the item. Yes, But of course, if it's something super valuable or special, of course, it makes sense to do some investigating, yes. but what we don't want is fast amount of space being taken up for. I'm going to sell that at some point because the things deteriorate when they're in bags, shoved away in cupboards for years on end. You know, you're better off saying, okay, there are. Th- this is the one expensive item I do want to invest my time and energy on um, to 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 sell and see what I can get for this. But all the other stuff that's going to give me 50p or one pound, I'm going to donate it and I'm going to be smart with my time. Yes. But of course, some people have to do that. So what we talk a lot about as well is not only how are you going to let go of stuff and where is it going and how are you going to donate it, gift it, sell it, whatever. But let's talk about the influx of stuff in your house. And that's what we see. Mm. The more people start Mm. to get on top of their decluttering,
0: the United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career USBP.
1: The mindset changes and they start to think about what's actually coming into my house. Uh. Do I want this stuff? I need to start unsubscribing from emails that I no longer want and get tempted to buy stuff. I'm going to leave a couple of bits in my Amazon basket overnight and not click checkout just yet because I want to sleep on this. Actually, why did I put it in my basket yesterday? I'm going to take that out to I actually can go shopping and shop far more with precision and get that instead of buying the same thing over and over again because it's a comfort blanket and we think (laughs) we deserve something nice yes leslie and i are not against shopping leslie and i are not against spending money or anything like that but we want you to do it smart so the stuff that comes in lasts and you actually get wear out of it
0: yes I mean how many jumpers do you have that look the same (laughs) (laughs) you know and I think we are addicted to filling up those those Amazon baskets they're very easy well not not Sweden I have to say because Amazon hasn't taken off here but you know where it does people go oh yeah and I just click and I click and I click yeah but I love how that also Uh, transferred into your email because your email can be incredibly cluttered up so it flows through to other aspects of your life Ingrid.
1: It's interesting Clarissa because people think about the stuff but once they work with us they start to think about their emails and their shopping habits and their meal planning and how they shop for food and they start looking at their diary. They start looking at their time. They start looking at, am I actually doing the stuff that I want to do in the limited amount of time? That It just trickles through once you start to get the clock. It's amazing. This is why I love it so much, you know? Yeah.
0: And, and so inspiring, Ingrid, really, because when you think about that, what we're doing is it's changing our lives we're restructuring yeah. our lives and that is a yeah. very beautiful thing to yeah. do how do you actually prepare yourself mentally and emotionally to begin
1: this process oh uh, it's um it we have something called the cycle of success within the membership that we talk about a lot you need to a lot of people Either find it very hard to start with the decluttering or they don't finish finish it. Uh. So they have a lot of half-left projects. So first of all, we need to explain to our members: decluttering is not a project. You have, of course, it 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 breaks down to different projects, but it's not a project. You have to declutter for the rest of your life. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, this is the truth. <laughs> as long as you keep buying stuff, and it comes into your house, it has to be put somewhere, stored somewhere, maintained, laundered, ironed, washed, washed up. It, it that's yeah. the cycle of life yes. so of course the less stuff you have and i'm not um, um thinking you should have a minimalist lifestyle at all i've got stuff in my house as well but everything has a place and i know where everything is so i don't keep over buying stuff that i know that i've got in my house and that's what we see because people put stuff down and it doesn't have a home and it's like i know i have this but i somewhere out there so i'm gonna buy it over and over and over and over again and that's how people end up with 25 pairs of scissors um you know it happens no judgment here so let's work on that so it's not only the starting but it's also the finishing so you need to start thinking about okay if i'm going to do a decluttering project you need to think about your your goals what do you want to achieve here what is feasible how am I going to do this? What is my exit plan? Where is this stuff going to go once I've decided that I no longer want it? Have I got a donation station? Yeah. Ooh, what I'm, where I'm going to put the stuff in that I'm going to, de- to let go? We want to put it in one place. We're not going to put it randomly everywhere because... Th- then we get piles of oh yeah that I need that still has to go and that still has to yeah. go let's put it in one place yes so it's the starting that we talk a lot about and the keeping up momentum we've got a masterclass in in our membership about keeping up momentum how do you do that yes but also how do you make sure you finish a project yes
0: and actually get it out of the house I suspect and get
1: it out yeah. of the house and also then enjoying the space because we're all so much like okay. Yeah, but I've got I've got ninety-nine other things I need to do. Okay, but can we just take one minute to enjoy what you've achieved and give yourself a pat on the back and be kind to yourself and be positive about this? Because that was what makes you go, This was good. I'm yeah. gonna try that again tomorrow. Yes. Or you know what? I actually I still have a bit of energy today. I'm gonna do one more cupboard or one more drawer. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. So what is a donation station, Ingrid? Now you mentioned that.
1: <laughs> a donation station is a place in your house where you have a box, a crate, an empty Amazon box. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. And you write on it, donation station. And every time you find something in your house that you think, oh, actually, I no longer need this. You're going to put it in there. Mm. And the people in your house are going to go, first, what is that? <laughs> you know, what, what's, going, what, what's, what's this random box here in this cupboard? Do? And you're going to go, this is my donation station. Every And they're probably going to give you like this really eye-rolling movement. <laughs> and then suddenly somebody else is going to go, I've got something here that I no longer want. Shall I put it in the donation station? <laughs> and it's like, especially with kids, it works really, yes. really well.
0: I can imagine. But it's yeah. just
1: a place. And then you're going to go at the end of a week or two weeks or three weeks, you're going to go, you know what, my, that box is nearly full. I'm going to put it in the bag and I'm going to drop it off at the charity shop.
0: Yeah.
1: Instead of having little piles here, there and everywhere. Now, of course, if you set yourself, okay, this weekend I'm going to do a, 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 some decluttering. I'm going to really knuckle down on my wardrobe. And you've got two or three bags. You can't all stuff them in your donation station box. No. There and then, in the car, off you go to the charity shop. But this a donation station is more for when you're like, I don't know, when you've got something in the oven and you're like standing around in your kitchen for 10 minutes and you open a drawer you go, what's in here actually? Oh, there's a couple of bits. Oh, let me, here, I don't <laughs> want, let me, it really, yes. it's incredible how that works. Once there is a place, things start to go in it. its It's really funny how that works.
0: Exactly, and I think I can relate to that. <laughs> we have got a lot of stuff that's duplicate and triplicate. You know, every time you have a new, um, used to have a new email or an internet provider, they give you one of those. You know, connection. I've got about seven of those, and I'm thinking, well, I don't to use them.
1: I think they should go. You know. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yes. And everybody's got their thing. <laughs> you know, everybody's got their thing. Some people, and you know what, everybody's got. Uh, when they say to me, Ingrid, but I, I can't do my shoes. My, I love my shoes. I'm like, don't do the shoes yet. They're a hard category for you. Leave the shoes. Yes. Other people are like, my books. Do not touch the books. Fine. Leave the books till later. Yes. Do other things first. Start, and then you start. We What we teach is categorizing, putting like with like decluttering questions you need to ask yourself how do you organize the things you want to keep? How, how, what kind of storage is is good and important? Where do you donate? what are your options? We have a whole donation ar- um, um, archive in our wow. membership where we for I think five different countries around the world have logged good places to donate and that really helps a lot as well. So we try to really think about everything.
0: That's wonderful. So really sort of capture where things can go, where you can send them away, what kind of organizations will pick up your stuff. How fantastic that that is. Thank you. That's amazing. I love that. So if you had to sum up the benefits
1: of decluttering, what would be your top three? Oh, Oh, such a long list. I think, first of all, really, that there's just less stress and panic. Mm -hmm. Because once you get more decluttered and everything starts to have a bit of a home, you just don't feel so panicky anymore. Where are my keys? Where's my bag? Where's my phone? And all of those things. I think also the creation of time. The cluttering takes time, but you get it back threefold or tenfold in just the not searching for things, the feeling more prepared, the not doing everything in the last minute all the time, but actually being able to think at that just that little bit further ahead of okay, so what's happening? Do I need to do something? Instead of going, oh, we have to leave now and I have to, forgot this, I forgot that. Just a little bit more, more time to get yes. organized. And I think thirdly, and I think for me, that's, I think really, I love that, is the fact that you save yeah. a lot of money. It's really incredible. Once people start to declutter and they get a far better idea of what they have,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what they own, how much they have of everything yes. and one of the things we see a lot if is is makeup and cleaning products oh yes we just <laughs> love it so we owe in the challenge we're like okay let's get all your cleaning products we do a challenge um the reset your home challenge and we say just gather up all your cleaning products just have a look and find it all and everybody's like i've got 80 bottles of cleaning wow. products how is that possible and it's just because it gets tucked away in cupboards and then we do a bulk we buy three for two and then we stuff them somewhere else because they don't fit in our cupboard and we just start by saying just use up some of this stuff start to use it before it all goes off Same with makeup and perfumes it's all expensive stuff clothing you know Use what you have. Once you don't have to force clothes in and (laughs) almost force it out and you can see what you have, you start to wear it more. And instead of wearing 20% of the stuff, 80% of the time, you actually start to wear 80% of the stuff and you start to kind of have other outfits and you see that you've got more. So you need to shop less because you think you don't have stuff. Once there's less emails to tempt you, Yes. You spend less money online of things you don't need. All yes. you know, we do in the membership. We do an Eat from Your Pantry uh, challenge. Good one. And we just say, let's start to eat up some of this stuff that you've got in your fridge, in your freezer, in your pantry. All these tins that are there, we've bought with the best <laughs> intentions. Let's eat it all. Let's meal yes. plan a little bit more. And don't go to the shops every day to buy food and be tempted to put three other things in your basket you don't actually need. But go to a once or twice a week shop and save yourself amazing. some money. It's, it's, amazing. it's incredible. amazing so. that
0: really. Because of course, supermarkets and other shops have a purpose. That's why they have twofas and all the rest, you know, because they want you to have this it's yes. sort of cluttering and stuff mindset because it pays for them to do that but yeah. yeah when you stop that yeah you're right you save money and of course if your email box is much cleaner and clearer you find stuff easier don't you yeah
1: yeah yeah it's uh, you know what I, I i I can wax lyrical I mean I've seen it for 12 yeah. years now both with my clients that I work with but also in the membership it really is. A change and it's it's incredible, and it's lovely to see our members make those steps forward, how little or how big they are. We celebrate every win because sometimes clutter has been there for such a long time, and it's really just saying, it's okay, come on, we can do this together, and that's I think yeah, it's it's life-changing, and it makes me incredibly oh, happy.
0: That is so beautiful. <laughs> Ingrid I want to thank you for for sharing these. So where can people find out more about the Declutter Hub, the membership, the Facebook group and of course the podcast?
1: Oh. Oh, thank you. Um if you go to if you want to know more about the membership, go to members.declutterhub.com. And if you're like, yes, I love that, but I need you can even book a discovery call with me. I can show you a little bit behind the scenes of what we do and what we have. So definitely take me up on that. Um, if you go to declutterhub.com, that's where you can find the podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Facebook is the Declutter Hub community. We're on Instagram. So check us out uh, at Declutter Hub. Uh, I'm sure uh, something will pop up That's somewhere. That's wonderful. <laughs>
0: we'll put as many links as we can into the show notes so people can find. I'm inspired listening to you, your passion, and how much you. valuable information you've just shared with my listeners. And I'm sure they'll gain benefit and realize decluttering is actually much, much more than just getting rid of stuff or tidying up. Thank you.
1: Very much so. Thank you so much, Clarissa. Thank you for pleasure. having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Thriving Through Menopause. If you like this podcast episode, please hop over to my website, thrivethroughmenopause.com and rate and review it. And thank you if you do that because it helps others to find the show. Want more news and views on perimenopause and menopause? Then sign up to my weekly newsletter, Heart of Menopause, over on Substack. Thank you once again for listening and see you next week for another guest interview helping you to thrive through menopause.